Even the most ironclad agreements have chinks in their armor, as you'll see right here on episode 14 of the Gym Class Hero podcast called Fine Print. A Gym Class Hero, the guy or group of guys in high school or junior high that always kicked everyone's asses in games and basically made you feel even more shitty about your own suckiness. Welcome to the Gym Class Hero podcast where participation trophies go to die. Yes, we are back to investigating our favorite NFL owner, David Tepper. The man isn't just rich, he's ruthless too. And uh, y'all, we officially stand corrected. We thought we had seen the number one gym class hero moment of 2020 so far on episode 13. Well, it turns out Dave Portnoy just recently caught the reverse jujitsu move from Roger Goodell. We've got the North Carolina kids, P-Rez and Burns, riding along per usual. I'm Thomas Michael, your host, creator, and resident loudmouth. Before we get down to investigating, quick hit. So, heroes, a new study published in the Review of Economic Studies, sounds fancy, right? Uh, reveals that people are happier when they make major life decisions by flipping a coin. Research found that a majority of participants lived fulfilling lives six months after letting the coin decide their fate. So, heroes, question. What's the last decision you made with a coin flip? Uh, the last decision I made with a coin flip was uh, whether or not to eat at Chili's or eat at Hickory Tavern the other day with uh, me and Ethan. Uh, the coin landed in favor of uh, Hickory Tavern, and I had uh, some of their delicious tacos, and uh, it was a very enjoyable night. Okay. The, st- so, the, the street tacos with the white sauce and the red sauce? You know it. Oh, oh yeah, good choice. Good choice. Yeah, thank, thank God. Hey, y'all know I'm a bit of a drooler. Quit talking tacos. I got some coming out of my mouth right now. <laughs> I, had, I had some, I had some Mexican that, tacos today. That wet mouth. Oh, man, that wet mouth, Tommy. Uh, Burns, it's the last thing you uh, decided with the coin flip. You know, uh, mine was pretty simple uh, as well. It was uh, we had we had the option for uh, another employee to uh, get cut or leave uh, work, and we flipped a coin for it. I won, but I actually saw how disappointed she was, so I just let her go. Isn't that how it all always right. is when it comes down to that situation at a restaurant? You're like, all right, who's taking the cut? My least favorite thing to do to decide that is drawing straws. I never once, uh, I <laughs> never it. once have won drawing a straw. I'll tell you, when uh, back in the day um, at Fox and Hound, like old school days, we would uh, we would get off work. Me and my friend Mark Taylor, and I, I remember uh, Mark Taylor. Heck yeah, we would get off and we we start drinking beers, get a little frisky, and start uh, having like twenty five dollar coin flips. <laughs> Of course, to gamble. That doesn't surprise me, not even in the least. <laughs> not even a little. That show bit. was that, that show was fun. Um, listen, I don't. I skip the flip. Honestly, uh, I go hard on the rock paper scissor method. Like literally, me and Victoria make fifty percent of our life decisions based off of rock paper scissor. She picks one option, I pick the other. Generally, I dominate her, so I try and make sure that you know because I'm a champion. So generally, I try and uh, make sure that I'm I'm the option that you know I really really want, <laughs> like deep in the back of my head. Well, see, that's the thing is if, if I did if I use rock paper scissors, 
to make a decision, I'm going to win. So that's almost not fair. Okay, fair. Okay, I get that. 100%. I get yeah, that. Because I'm schooling people on the rock, paper, scissors, dog. <laughs> Straight rock, paper, scissors, savage. I'm, I'm the people's champ. Hey, speaking of savages, uh, last episode... We told you about what we thought was the most savage of all gym class hero moments seen so far in 2020. Dave Portnoy, through the all-in challenge, Dave Portnoy, the president of Barstool Sports, uh, silent auctioned his way into Roger Goodell's home under the guise of charity, <laughs> right? And we thought, I mean, we said it on episode 13, there's no way Roger Goodell could stop Portnoy from watching Monday Night Football in his basement, which was what... Portnoy won as a result of $250,000, a quarter mil in a silent auction, right? <laughs> well, we officially stand corrected in this reverse savage gym class hero moment. All right, emergency press conference. We all knew this is fucking coming. I'm out here on the Riviera sunshine trying to get my tan on, having a good time. NFL auction experience background check mr portnoy we want to update you on the background and criminal check that was conducted on you in conjunction with your bid on an nfl auction 3136325 that was if you're paying attention at home that was a quarter milli to watch monday football with roger goodell won it fair and square it was an auction charity silent auction totally fair and square right based on the background report you did not pass the nfl's background check what did they say i did wrong I falsified NFL credentials to gain access to Super Bowl LLII. Not a big deal, right? Falsify credentials. I mean, I jumped the <laughs> fence. I jumped the fence at the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> For sure. In Atlanta uh, in 2019, followed by police detain- detainment. After being informed by police that you are banned from entering Mercedes-Benz Stadium, site of Super Bowl LIII, you defied the police directive and attended the game. Criminal trespassing at 345 Park Avenue, that's NFL <laughs> Commissioner Headquarters, where Roger Goodell said he would talk to the media at all times. He did not. He had me arrested like a coward. <laughs> I didn't even actually know that. He went to go to NFL Headquarters and basically tried to get a meeting with Goodell, and he told him to go F himself. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. At 2015, 345 Park Avenue, posting nude images of a player's two-year-old son on the Barstool website in 2011. <laughs> First of all, me and Tom Brady are like this. The kid had a fucking howitzer. He was like the Gerber baby. If you can't handle a little big dick joke, then get a fucking sense of humor. <laughs> will not be charged. You won't be charged. Everything's deleted. The NFL will donate the amount of the uh, bid to the six nonprofits. So Goodell's out. And we knew it was going to happen. You have cowards, you have mega cowards, and then you have Roger Goodell. <laughs> I mean, Listen. did we ever really think that this was actually going to go down? Though? I mean, how could you deny? I mean, okay, listen, okay. There's no way that Roger Goodell is ever going to be in a room alone with David Portnoy and have it recorded. Listen, we assumed that there would be no way he could actually up front record the interaction <laughs> you know unless we said he would wear a wire but of course Goodell's dudes the the NFL Gestapo probably would have popped him with the wire on right so we don't, I don't think we assumed that he was going to be able to pull something like that but like the simple experience he he did win it fair and square silent auction 
He didn't know what he needed to beat, and that is a whole lot of money. So much money that uh, it is for to like me and you, but to the NFL, that's not anything. And they were basically like, "Yeah, no, we'll cover your uh, donation." <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's so sick. Wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Roger, Roger Goodell. Yeah, let me let me get this out of my back pocket real quick. Yeah, here you go. We'll, we'll cover that. <laughs> Seriously. Well, you didn't see that they uh, just pledged $250 million to uh, help social justice things um, here in the future. So, listen, they got plenty of bank, right? And uh, <laughs> I just think it's so funny that Roger Goodell, he's never actually publicly acknowledged that Barstool even exists. Yet he knew the second that Portnoy won it, he was like, nope, not going to happen. He's not coming. <laughs> like, let me dig up whatever I need to to block this thing. We thought the uh, Savage Gym Class Hero moment took place in episode 13. It has been DT reversed on him, for sure. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That would have been a good moment. It would have been great. We were all looking forward to it. But like T-Rez said, it probably wasn't going to happen. I think we all lost in this situation because of Roger Goodell here. (laughs) I do. I think the content that would have come out of that four-hour hangout sesh would have just been pure gold. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think we all lost on that one. For everybody except for Roger Goodell. Right. I mean, I I feel like the load would get blown like in the first 30 minutes, and then you'd have a three and a half hour awkward silence. Pure awkwardness. (laughs) Like, what do we do now? Maybe they become become friends in the last two hours. (laughs) Right. Yeah. The first three, he just like pokes and prods at him, and then they work out their differences, and all is well in the world. How much fun would that be? Not very much fun. Forget that. <laughs> All right. Right. A familiar face once again under the microscope of the gym class hero investigative team. Enter David Tepper, Wall Street Maverick, billionaire, Carolina Panthers owner, and frequent flyer in the gym class hero world. Leave it to a man who gets everything he wants to get everything he wants. You know what I mean? <laughs> While purchasing the Panthers in 2018, There's obviously, you know, a lot of negotiation had between him and the former owner and founder, Jerry Richardson. This is a big time purchase, a deal with many details. Well, one of those details involved the well-known statue found outside of Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina, a statue that portrays founder Jerry Richardson holding a football while standing among a couple of snarling Panthers on the attack. One represents North Carolina, the other South Carolina. This thing is ginormous if you've never seen it. Uh, it stands 13 feet tall and weighs 4,500 pounds. It's <laughs> a lot of pounds. So Richardson put it up in 2016 for his 80th birthday. He was still the owner and everything, right? Well, folks, not anymore. Here comes old DT in this fine print gym class hero moment. So part of the deal to buy the team involved the statue remain in place outside of Bank of America Stadium. However... Sure, you've seen the news. Charlotte, currently one of the hot spots when it comes to the Black Lives Matter protests after the murder of George Floyd. And it turns out that there was chatter in the streets and on social media that the Richardson statue may actually become a target of rioting. Well, this right here made old DT smile on the inside because buried in the fine print of the ownership contract was a clause that said, if for any reason the statue posed a Public safety risk. It could be removed and stored in a safe place. Say no more, DT says. Bring in the cranes. 
So, uh, so good. So my personal opinion is Jerry Richardson was a scumbag with a black heart. <laughs> and I mean black heart by he did have a heart transplant about six, seven years ago. I believe that came from a very evil person. <laughs> He's had racist comments and sexual harassment. I get it. A lot of people call the sexual harassment like old man harassment, but still all the same kind of a scumbag. And uh, the statue is hideous to begin with. And I know for a fact, I mean, I don't know for a fact because I don't know the guy personally, but I'm thinking David Tepper, again, kind of gets what he wants, is going to bury that thing forever. What do y'all think? Oh, yeah, that thing will never, that thing's probably already melted down and, you know, reformed into two large balls. <laughs> yeah, like the ones <laughs> he's got on his desk. Two vain, exactly. huge, thir- so, oh, I guess since it's 13 feet, we'll cut it in. We'll call them six and a half foot brass veiny balls. <laughs> oh, yeah. But but he left his face on one of the balls. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's the scrotum. It's just like on the side. <laughs> That's it's, glorious. It's definitely back towards the underside, backside of the of the balls, right in the Wojak area. <laughs> you know the taint. Yeah. Hey, oh, it's, his face is totally the taint. <laughs> it's got to be. If you look closely and underneath, you can see Jerry Richardson's face. It's so lifelike. Have you ever seen like? An image where they have the face like pushing through what looks like kind of like a rubber glove. That's how that's how Jerry's face is coming out one of the side of the balls. <laughs> like, get me out of this nad. <laughs> like pressed into his face. <laughs> <laughs> like his face is smush coming out of the nad. Like somebody, please let me out of this scrotum. <laughs> I mean, I love it, man. Like I didn't see anything on social media about Jerry Richardson's statue getting attacked. It was. Pro- DP probably had that post planted by somebody. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. He's like, yo, this is my chance. It's the only chance I've had since being an owner to remove this hideous thing sitting outside of my stadium. Dude, could you imagine like buying a house and having to keep a picture up of the previous owner? I mean, that's what it, that's what we're talking about here. Like, fuck that. Seriously. Like, that's, like part of you buying this mansion that you have to keep a, a portrait of me over the fireplace. Man. <laughs> Not going to happen. Well, Pires, I'd keep a portrait of you. Oh, yeah. Bros. 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 set this game up with that one. That was good. I'll tell you what, man. Like, <laughs> last week, episode 13, we thought we had seen the most savage move of all from Portnoy, El Presidente. But, uh, man, DT. Made a strong case for number one <laughs> with this uh, fine print gym class hero moment. And Richardson's only comment was, I've moved on. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> He's like, I'm just not even going to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm too old for this well, shit. <laughs> I mean, it, it, was, it was kind of a weird uh, birthday gift to, to himself in the first place. I Listen, think, I wasn't uh, mad when he first put it up because, I mean, he is the founder of the Carolina Panthers. I get all that. And like, he kind of went out on a bad note, but you know, for a lot of years, we loved us some Jerry when he was just the cute old guy running around in the golf cart at Wofford during training camp. But now it's like, now that we know things, now that we know his black heart, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also I think, you know, everything happens for a reason kind of thing where like, 
you know, Tepper is doing so many great things business-wise for the region. And I think Richardson was so old school that none of this, you know, progress would ever happen unless, you know, some other stuff came out, obviously. But 100% agree. Tepper, a way better community member than Jerry Richardson. Hundo. For sure. The fine print, Jim Class Hero moment. <laughs> All right, here we go. Everyone's favorite game. You know what it is. You know what you love it. It's called Pick One. We put the fellas in two tough situations, two tough scenarios, and they must choose which one they will endure. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Would you rather? All right. Well, actually, first, have you guys seen those cool aerial photos of like a kayaker and some crystal blue water and right below them is a huge friendly whale? Oh, yeah. Pretty cool pictures, right? Yes, pretty cool. Well, normally it's like a surfboard or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A paddleboard, something like that. Well, this is kind of like that, but way scarier. <laughs> okay. You heroes have found yourself atop a piece of driftwood. This piece of driftwood is approximately one mile from the safety of the shoreline. A mile. Not that far to paddle yourself, right? Well, nope. here's the catch. That piece of driftwood is slowly taking on water. And that one-mile stretch of water is commonly known as Shark Alley. And heroes, they don't call it that because they saw a shark there one time. This is a place where sharks go to feed, fight, and fuck. Okay? A lot of sharks. I thought you were about to say a lot of fucking. (laughs) 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 All right. All right. Shark (laughs) alley. Okay. All right. It's sounding better all the time. (laughs) Or, um, or with black lives matter protests going on all throughout the country, we've seen a lot of the tactical weapons used by the popo. Flashbangs, tear gas, rubber bullets. The thing here, heroes, is you won't actually be doing any meaningful protesting. You will, however, have a very close encounter with those rubber bullets. Okay? I personally will be unloading an entire clip of them into your biscuits and gravy. Oh, I knew it. Your Frank and Beans. Your... Pied Piper, your Twig and Berries, your Erector Set. <laughs> yes, I most definitely mean your man area. Purple-headed yogurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eight rubber bullets, the entire oh. clip, point blank. Well, I, don't even, I don't even know if that's po- Are you, like, tying me down to a, like, not even possible? Are you, uh, I just keep picturing like a plum falling off like a two-story building, and that's what it looks like. <laughs> Plus, it's got to be a plum. Plus, it's got to be a plum, Pete. <laughs> just because it's going to explode like that? It's round. It's got like a skin. You drop it, it's going to explode. Okay, well, rough. how about this? Let's assume that, all right, we'll, we'll put it at 10 feet, okay? We're going to call it the distance 10 feet, and we're going to assume that you will not flinch <laughs> in any shape or fashion. You're just going to take wow. them, okay? You're actually just going <laughs> to just take them. <laughs> I mean, what else is there to do? 
So, How did the beans get above the Frank? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Frank and beans. <laughs> so, gentlemen, you it's do have demolished. options. Listen, you got options here. <laughs> okay. That's like you ground can... up hamburger beef. <laughs> you don't, I mean, who knows? Maybe you got resilient testicles. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, you got options. You can either paddle on a sinking piece of driftwood one mile. Now there's current, and it's not too strong, but there's a little bit of resistance, right? And a whole lot of sharks, <laughs> okay? Or you take a whole clip of rubber bullets to the uh, to the sack. Pick one. I'm I'm, take, I'm paddling, taking paddleboard. You're gonna take your chances with the sharks. Yep, and I'm gonna make it. Okay, all right. You're, you're leaving Just it open. You're leaving it open because the other one was you're automatically getting eight rubber bullets to the testicles. Yeah, but you'll survive that. Maybe. No, you will survive I'll, I'll that. Su- I'll survive Shark Alley. You don't need testicles. You ever heard of a eunuch? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Is it, is it mating season? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Let's call it mating season. We're putting the worst possible scenario in the water. There's, there's actually like, oh, okay. How about here's an added element. You're bleeding a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Does that yeah, help? I've, I've actually kayaked with sharks before, so I know how that feels. Me too. <laughs> I was um. there for it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dolphin, by the way. It wasn't a shark. It was it, a dolphin. It was absolutely a black tip shark. Um, I'm going sharks too, man. I can't, I can't even fathom taking. I've, I've gotten hit by some pretty close with paintballs before and that hurt good enough on its own i couldn't imagine getting hit with a rubber bullet like that and i've seen what it saw what it did to johnny knoxville jackass from like 25 feet and i just don't want to do that oh my god i forgot that even happened now i have a frame of reference that was terrible <laughs> it was terrible um i, really I don't bad. know i mean it, listen this is the thing again like, I don't know what it feels like to get hit by a rubber bullet, but I imagine it hurts pretty bad. And I know I'm pretty sensitive in the man area, but I know for sure that if I was bleeding and that bleeding appendage happened to be in the water in Shark Alley, I'd lose it. And if I lost the appendage, I'd probably lose my life. So I got to go rubber bullets. I'm going rubber bullets with this one to the sack. I'm doing a lot of eye poking, man. Yeah, you're, you're a better man than I. Poking a lot of eyes. Listen, I don't know how y'all are taking the chances with the shark. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm so in, so incredibly frightened yet terrified and fascinated by them <laughs> that I don't. I don't know, man. I'm having a panic attack thinking about even like being on something that's solid and floating in Shark Alley. Yeah, it's uh, it's not fun seeing the shark pop out of the water. I can tell you. <laughs> Perez, why are you headed towards the shore, bro? I swear to God, I saw a seven-foot <laughs> shark. <laughs> Perez, no, you it didn't. Was... It was a dolphin. Perez, no, you didn't. It was a dolphin. We just got in the water, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a dolphin, dude. Don't... Damn it. All right, everyone's favorite game pick one. All right, loopholes, coin flips, and rubber bullets. Let's not forget Shark Alley. I'd say that about covers it for episode 14 of the Gym Class Hero podcast. 
Of course, you can catch up on every episode and hook the heroes up with some rate and review love on all podcast platforms at Gym Class Hero Podcast. Uh, hey, before we jet, P, I'm looking for uh, another book recommendation for the listeners. What you got, homie? Um, one that I just finished up called The Art of Living. Phenomenal book. It's uh, not very long. It's only about 250 pages, but a lot of really good wisdom in there. Hit it up. Okay. Who uh, You happen to remember the author? Hick, not Han. Okay. Um, is this more like Zen type stuff? Yeah, he's uh, he was one of the uh, worldwide leaders in Zen Buddhism teaching. Awesome. It's already on my list, homie. All right, uh, Burns. The universe Yo. is the universe is waiting for you. By the way, have you secured the bag? What bag are you talking about? <laughs> the universe. Listen, we can speak in code. The universe is waiting for you. Have you secured the bag? Yeah. Boom. All right. Plan a trip down to Chucktown. <laughs> I got the bud. I am Thomas Michael, host, creator, and lead investigator, of course, of the Gym Class Hero podcast. We appreciate you for all the support and riding along with us. And, you know, with all the crazy going on in the world right now, I'm going to leave you with this. What's the very first thing your mama taught you as a kid? The difference between right and wrong, good and bad, right? So try your best to get back to that basic concept from your childhood and be nice to each other, damn it. Because if you do that every day, you're going to end up on the right side of history. We'll see y'all for episode 15 of the Gym Class Hero Podcast.